Hello and welcome to the Talk Football Podcast. I am your host, Hodgie, and I am riding solo today. I am going to be giving you my thoughts on Chelsea season so far. Obviously, I'm a Chelsea fan, so uh, it's not been the best of starts. <laughs> you could, Well, to say the least, obviously the last game we had before the international break, um, and we've been on a little break, uh, so we took, uh, we took the international break off. We are live on TikTok, so if I get any questions or comments on TikTok, I shall be answering them as well. Uh, so Toffee, an Everton fan, he's just joined the chat. Um, so good morning, Toffee. Hope you're well. And uh, I hope you're looking forward to uh, this Super Sunday's worth of football. So right, we're going to get on to talk about Chelsea. Um, so obviously the first game of the season, Liverpool looked promising. Uh, 1-1 draw. Um, yeah, again, similar kind of problems really. A little bit shaky at the back, but I'm, t- I'm expecting that because we've got some young defenders. Um and obviously we've got a, an extensive injury list, which I'm going to go into uh, shortly. So, yeah, I mean, now the whole of pre-season, now Chelsea fans, particularly my friends over at uh, Two Blues, the whole of pre-season, albeit we had other players uh, available that are not at the moment, we played a, a back four, um, and then we had, a, you know, four or five attacking players on there. But since the start of the season, Poch has persisted with this three at the back formation, um, with Gusto kind of dropping in uh, when needed. Chilwell pushing up on the left wing. Um, and the only real sort of like attacking players that we've we, we've kind of been starting with is Sterling and Jackson, really. And albeit we've had a lot of possession, a lot of football, a lot of the ball rather, we've not really, you know, created a lot of goal chances. Hence why we've had the results that we have. So, yeah, obviously, you know, 1-1 against Liverpool with some promising signs. We followed that up with obviously the the three one defeat, and yet again same formation. Um, followed it up with a three one defeat at uh, West Ham, and but yet again we created chances. But you know you've got a young striker in Jackson, um, but we're not really giving him service. And whole of preseason it was all about his hold up play, his running in behind into the channels. Now if we're not going to do that with him. You know, the young guy, he's not going to score goals. He's got one so far and we need to create more chances for him. So we need more attacking players on the pitch. We follow that up with uh, obviously the 3-0 win um, against Luton. But you have to take that into, you know, consideration of what it is. Luton newly promoted and Luton troubled us. They could have had a couple of goals themselves. So yet again, those old defensive frailties from last season are all still there. Particularly set pieces. Uh, we look really, really shaky from set pieces. And although Poch has taken a, a, a quite a lot of criticism, some of it probably rightly so, in my opinion. Um, I think... I th- Let's go into the injury list, because obviously I think this plays a lot of part of it. And this is probably why we have to give Poch uh, time, because he's really been dealt uh, an iffy hand. So... Let's go through the injuries. You've got Fafana, ACL, and Kunku, knee injury. Uh, Chakwameka, we lost him um, to an injury after he scored a great goal uh, against West Ham. And Broya, he's almost back, but he ain't quite there. Uh, he's out. So, you know, Chalabar, he's nearing a return, but it doesn't seem like uh, Poch really fancies him anyway. So perhaps he won't get a look in in terms of first team football anyway. Uh, Reese James, yet again, he, he's he's getting back into the training, but still out injured. Mudrick is now out as well. Um, 
Badi Ashil, yet again, another promising young defender that could help shore up the back out still, uh, but nearing a return, but maybe still, you know, three, four weeks away, potentially. And then Romeo Lavio, new signing, you know, gets injured in training and ankle injury. So he's out. So we've brought in Cole Palmer. Um, he showed some great touches in, in, in the game that he came in on. Um, but yet again, not enough and we lost the forest. It was a disappointing result, and but this is what we're going to have to get used to, particularly at the bridge, is that teams are going to come and sit in because um, they know we're going to have a lot of possession with the ball, but we're not really going to have a cutting edge because we're not playing enough attacking players. So they're going to sit in, look to counter, um, wait for a mistake. And of course, that's what happened with the Forest game. Um, you know, ball given away by Caicedo in midfield. You know, one ball through the middle, um by a one year and uh, Elanga's away uh, for an, for a relatively easy finish. Um, and, and that's what we're going to have to, you know, contend with. So for me, this is just my personal opinion. Um, I'd like, now bearing in mind, this is when everyone's fit. So when everyone's back and fit. And I know people may disagree with some of my choices, but here it is. Anyway, right, so I would like to see us, and I'd like to see us do this against Bournemouth today, but I don't think we're going to. I think he's going to stick with the three at the back. But I'd like to see us play with the four, one, two, three. So my starting lineup Chilwell left back, Colwell um, at, uh, at centre half. I'd like to see Badia Shield and Colwell together. I know that might have a slight imbalance, both being left footed, but uh, it's a partnership, I think, going forward. Um, particularly Fafana's likely probably to get injured again anyway. Um, but either Badish or Fafana, I know that means dropping Thiago Silva, but we're going to have, you know, the guy's 39. We're going to have to get used to life without Thiago Silva. <laughs> the poor guy can't go on forever. Well, as incredible a player he is, and he probably has been one of our best players this season so far. Um, albeit we're only, you know, what, four, five, five games in. So four games in whatever fifth game a day so <laughs> yeah and then obviously Reese James um at right back now I'd like to see Carcedo sat in front of the the back four um because I think I think that that would be the position I'd like to see him in anyway breaking up the play sort of Kante-esque in, in that position and then Lavia and Enzo in front of him and then just behind uh Jackson I'd have Nkunku and Sterling um, I think Nkunku would be interesting, sort of drifting in off of that left position, uh, just tucked in, almost like a a left forward, not quite a, a left winger, not quite a 10, but just that sort of middle in, in, in between position where it's very difficult for defenders to come and pick you up because, you know, so what does the centre half, does he come out and pick you up? Same with Sterling. Uh, a lot of people said they'd like to see Sterling on the left. And yeah, at City, Sterling was very, very effective on the left. But then he was effective on the left and arriving late in the box because he had someone like Kevin De Bruyne pinging ridiculous, you know, awesome crosses in. We don't really have that. Albeit Enzo's passing range is pretty good. He ain't, he ain't a De Bruyne. You don't have that same sort of um, outrageous whipped delivery at the moment. Might come. But... The great thing about Sterling and Kunku is that they can alternate and they can switch through the game and pull uh, defenders all over the place. So that's what I'd like to see. And I think with that, I think we would get the best out of Nicholas Jackson. 
because in pre-season, the link play between Nkunku, Sterling, Jackson, uh, Madueke at times, and you still think you've still got Madueke, Mudrick, Cole Palmer, Broya, Matson, you know, Conor Gallagher, Leslie Ugachukwu. You've got all those sort of players to come from the bench. You've got uh, Chukwameka to come back as well from injury. So that would then provide, uh, you know, a, a better balance to the squad. So I understand Chelsea fans' frustrations. I understand why we are, um, you know, well, and I, I don't really understand why we're, we're saying let's, you know, get rid of Poch already because, you know, he's a proven Premier League manager. I think he needs time. Um, it's been proven he can work with young players and, you know, bring those players on. And we've got a very, very young squad. And I don't really, I wouldn't necessarily see the point in, you know, kicking out someone like Poch and then maybe going down an experienced manager, you know, along the lines of like a Conte and Ancelotti, someone that predominantly just wants to work with like a, a high quality first team squad. We're not in that kind of position to, to have that anyway, in my opinion, with all these young players. So we have to be patient. We have to, um, in my opinion, give Poch the time to develop these players, find systems that suit. Um, he's got to do that at the moment with a ridiculous amount of injuries. Uh, we really, really need to win today, but it's not an easy task to go to Bournemouth. Um, the vitality is uh, a difficult place for away teams to go. You know, it's a, it's a tight old-fashioned, well, not even old-fashioned, but it's relatively modern. Old-fashioned in terms of four-sided, open, cornered stadium, and, and for for what an eleven thousand. Uh, capacity ground it it really generates a good atmosphere and Bournemouth are pretty good at home um, they've started all right under their new manager I initially thought that they would probably struggle um, and I would have had him uh, down as one of the favourites probably go early doors but they actually uh, they actually haven't done too bad at all really so uh, it, I think it'd be a tough game today and uh, we'll, we'll just have to wait and see we're only what an hour and a half away from kickoff, um, so it'll be interesting to see in the next half hour what team news comes up, and we'll have a look at that. And but I, I still, I still think he's going to go with a three at the back. I'd be very surprised if he reverts to a back four now. Uh, I'd, I'd like to see Cole Palmer um, start in the ten position. Um, I don't think he would obviously drop Sterling so I don't see that happening Sterling's on fire at the moment and deservedly so in the team uh, but I'd like to see Madrick and Madueke get a, a fair amount of minutes today but I don't think we're going to build any kind of form with um, with those players and, and get them really sort of like ingrained and get them into patterns of play unless they get a good amount of minutes so yeah that's my thoughts on the Chelsea game today we're going to come back in, uh, in a couple of weeks and we'll see you know how what <laughs> how this game went and see if we're, uh, we're we're even more angry as Chelsea fans and um but yeah that's 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 the way it is that's the way it's gone but you know I think there's still a lot of positives I, I like the way that uh, in periods of play I like the way we retain possession and we just need to find a bit more of a cutting edge and I think that comes with having one or two more attacking players um, on the pitch so I'd like Poch to just be a little bit braver go back to the back four bring one or two more attacking players into the lineup, and um, I've no doubts that given time and once some the uh, once the quality players 
that we've got injured start coming back into the squad, I'm, I've no doubt that uh, results will turn around. Uh, right, so yeah, there, that's my thoughts on Chelsea. Um, looking ahead for the podcast, coming up in um, episodes that we're going to be uh, putting together, I'm hoping that uh, I'm going to be joined by some fans from uh, a few different clubs. Uh, I've got potentially a couple of West Ham fans that are going to be coming on the pod to give their thoughts on the season so far, you know, adapting to life without Declan Rice and um, the new signings that they've brought in. Uh, I thought they did really well against Manchester City yesterday. You know, I thought they gave him a really good game. And on another day, they could have had one or two more goals. Edison made some cracking saves, uh, as did Ariola. So hopefully we'll have uh, we'll be speaking to them. Um, we've also got a grassroots special where I'm going to be talking to uh, a couple of grassroots clubs. I'm not going to mention their names right now, um, but uh, you'll say hopefully you'll see that when uh, when we've got the episodes recorded. Um, fingers crossed I can get that sorted for next weekend. Potentially three new episodes being recorded uh, on Friday, Saturday, Sunday next week, um, and including. A, a team from Scotland, a ladies team from Scotland. Hopefully, if we can get them on, um, I've got to speak to them and speak to the coach and try and arrange a time. And that would be brilliant if we can get them on. So this has been a, a very short episode, um, but it's just my thoughts on Chelsea so far. So this is a season four, episode six, Talk Football Podcast. And don't forget to get in contact with the show. Uh, we are broadcasting this live right now on TikTok. So that video will be used and go up on the YouTube. So you, anyone, anyone wants to join the YouTube channel, you can go back and watch this. Uh, and obviously, wherever you find your favourite podcasts for audio, uh, be that Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and various, various other websites, uh, you'll find us there as well. Um, all the links are on the bio for the uh wherever you're listening to this you'll find the bio and you'll find the link tree and that'll be your best way to get in contact with us uh, if you're a grassroots football club and you would like to come on and talk about your club but you know maybe you're a new club and uh, you're looking to attract some new players etc um you know little leagues etc uh feel free to come on and get in contact with us and come on the show and tell us all about your club and your story how you were formed etc and we will um We'll have you on. We're more, more than happy to have you on. More than happy. So that's uh, the end of this episode with me, your host, Hodgie. And uh, to all Chelsea fans out there, let's keep our fingers crossed for a positive result today. Um, I'll be looking forward to catching up with uh, the Blue Day podcasts, Two Blues, and to see what their thoughts are uh, after today's game. So, And I'll be you know, speaking to them via their social medias, etc. And... Um, and you know, either commiserating as fellow Chelsea fans or rejoicing in a fantastic away win at Bournemouth. So yes, episode six done. See you on the next one. Thank you very much for joining me on Talk Football Podcast.